Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome back. We're back again. It's the 40 Runs Running Community Weekly Podcast, The Long Run. Uh, we, we're back again. I'm, I'm Ian Wilkerson. I'm joined by Chris Ford, founder hey, of 40 Runs. Uh, producer Toby, he's here. Question Master Alan and our very special guest this week, Hertfordshire 40 Runs stalwart Petra. <laughs> Petra Warner's with us as well. And we'll get there. We'll have a nice good chat with her in a little bit. Um, so, um, yeah, we are here. It's the weekly podcast for the everyday runner and um well chris we've got we're all over the world aren't we we're everywhere we are i'm so pleased from the feedback we got from last week from the youtube video from the podcast everybody downloaded it it's now available so if you can't you don't watch this or you want to re-catch up with it every episode or maybe you watch it but uh, or you miss one and you want to listen to it but everything is now on uh apple Spotify uh, and Google as well. We made it on basically Google. everywhere where you get a podcast, you find us, don't you? Basically, yeah. mugs are there. And we're on you. We're on YouTube. Branded up. We're looking good. And yeah, oh, t-shirts think, this week, folks. Second week t-shirts. People, if you're on Facebook, Facebook user toe, put the link in so we know who's commenting. That would be awesome. Because yeah. there's no hiding. No. We want to know who you are. Mm. You know, if you're going to pipe up, then we need to know who's on and who's talking to us. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, we've got we've got loads on tonight. We're going to go do a few little different things. Um, we're going to have a lightning round of questions with Chris a bit later on. So nice um, one word, short answers, as no the name suggests, lightning. So um, what we want you to do is to get them into Alan, Question Master Alan, and he will um, look after them, and then we'll rattle them off and get Chris to talk about those a little bit later. But also, we want a um, something that's a recurring theme throughout um, throughout the broadcast. Will be um, we want to know. What PBs you're going for? What are you looking at 
to achieve now that races are um, up and running virtually, aren't they, Chris? You know, we're yeah, question we can see the question of the cast. That's what we're going to call it. We should actually trademark that question yeah. of the cast. What PB are you going for this year, and where are you going to be going for it? Maybe, maybe even where. Yeah, well, maybe where, because we're in where this weekend. Uh, race, <laughs> but I wouldn't go for a PB there. It's very hilly. But, yeah, maybe there's a race that you've got in mind. Maybe London, maybe Dorney, maybe York, maybe New York. I don't know. Wherever you're racing or what you've got planned. Are you going to smash your park run? Because we've only got two weeks till that next. Yeah, you know, it's all happening. It's all coming back. So we tell you what, e, can't I, wait for that. E, did you see I don't know if you saw it. Did you see the um, Great North Run, the news about that? That's back. Yes, I did. There was a lot of worry about that. So yeah, a lot of worry about that. Brendan Foster was said he was extremely confident it's going to go ahead. So that would suggest that's that it good, is yeah. going to go ahead. Um, there was my only uh, misgiving about it. Really, would be as someone who's going, who's got a ticket, is that um, they're talking about staggered starts, which yeah, I, I found to be okay doing ten k when I'm doing rounds in Albans, but. But it already takes me 40 minutes to get over the start line of the Great North Run. I anticipate that might be a bit of an issue. I mean, the Great North Run is, is my favourite race of the year, and I'm not going this year. Um, I've deferred it and watched the video when I talked about that. But basically, if you've not done the Great North Run, you're down a dual carriageway, and it just it's like a sea of people that go. It's endless, and it just goes for miles and miles and miles. I was and, in the back wave last year, oh. and when Mo Farah started, I couldn't hear the gun. I was that far back. It's, it's incredible. I was about a mile back. You know, I walked how, a mile to go over the line. How I have because, because the other thing that everybody moans about in the Great North Run is how long it takes to get back to Newcastle afterwards. I've decided that I'm going to stay over Sunday night as well. Yeah. So that I don't have to rush back because if it takes me four or five out, you know, I might not get out to run until the afternoon. So yeah. I thought about that. So, yeah. yeah, there's plenty going on, isn't there? Um, and we've got our first guest yeah, yeah. No, yes, yeah. It's lovely to uh, to uh, welcome Petra along. Um, we're going to be talking about her running journey, and um, so if you, I mean, if you want to come on as well, if you want to come and talk about where you've been, how, how you got into running, where you're going, what events you want to do, where you want to go, then we have a chat. So we're going to have, a, yeah, because she's got some um, no spoilers, but you know, there's some there's some adventures coming up in there, Petra. Yeah, just a few. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get that to you we've got the key questions of the pbs and also right at the end we're going to have a bit of a question and answer session with chris and more general sort of stuff that's going to um towards the end of the uh, show to um get us towards we did 45 minutes last week and on reflection we thought it was a little bit rushed we thought people were begging for more so yeah. we're going to try and give them a bit more this week it was a fact that it might have been an that might have been due to the fact that I was supposed to be in the bin in the pub for six months. So I did try and spin it out and get out the door as fast as I could, but no worries like that this week. So, um, well, we might as well talk, we'll talk to Petra. Shall yeah. we chat with Petra? Let's get cracking. Petra, welcome along. Thanks ever so much for uh, being um, being our guinea pig, really, for um, <laughs> for guests. Um well, before we start, you know, looking at specifics and everything, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, well, I'm Petra. I'm <laughs> from Borenwood. Borenwood <laughs> in Arthurshire. Um, so I'm part of the Watford Satellite Group, um, and I run with those guys every Wednesday. But, Petra, let everyone into the secret what you've been starting to do. I did go over to Hartford. Oh, this over to the dark side. 
Blimey. And I, and I wasn't there. You weren't there. She came no. to Harp. And how was it? Did you enjoy Harp? It's a nice group, aren't they? They're nice people. It was. It was really nice. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was good. Good to, yeah, meet different people and um, try something a bit different. Chris well, I know you know Claire office. as well, don't you? You know Claire through the group, Claire. Yeah, I do, yeah. You're good friends and you do a lot of running. Hopefully she's you? watching or listening. Yeah, maybe, yeah. In fact, she's probably, she might actually be running around. <laughs> you know, she's doing great, looking great, Claire. Doing really good. Yeah, we're really proud of you. Um, so um, when did you start? Were you always a runner? Did you like running when you were at school or did you get into it late? No, I hated it at school. I was the kind of person that would try and get out of PE as much as I could. Um, I probably started about 10, 12 years ago. I did things like Race for Life and stuff like that. Started off quite small with those. And then, yeah, I just went from there, really. But it's probably come on most in the last couple of years, more mm. so, really. So you've, so, so you've been a runner for a little bit. A little time and sort of like you know did the um almost sort of like the traditional path then of new runners sort of got into that and then i'd imagine you know you'd be looking at park run and things like getting through that sort of stuff was anything particular motivating to get going in the first place apart from uh starting charity stuff and i do really enjoy doing the charity stuff i think that's probably what i enjoy the most it's nice to do what you love and raise money at the same time which i think is really yeah. important um yeah, and I, I, really, I desperately wanted to do London Marathon, so that was kind of the key thing and the thing to work towards. So that was mm. the real goal. But then, but then it must have been, it must have been a bit of a journey from God, I hate PE to uh, looking forward to doing twenty six point two miles around the capital. Though. <laughs> yeah, it took a bit of work, and you know, I started slowly. I did the odd kind of five k's, ten k's, and then built up to halves, and then yeah, then I got a spot for London, and then that's when the, the hard work started. Really. So when was that? 2019 I did London yeah yeah oh so you sort of kicked on from there then how did how did you find the group how did you get involved with 40 runs I was on a different group and Mark Moulds mentioned the 40 group and said to get on here and that's yeah yeah, so you know Mark yeah Yeah. how do you know Mark then just from just from another Facebook group that I was on and he kind of yeah he said get onto this group and that was at a point where there was probably about 400 people on it so it's changed a lot since then yeah. yeah, I know Mark quite well. His um, his son and my daughter were in the same class at primary school, so um, yeah, he's one of the few familiar faces that I knew before I had started off it. So, um, did the a lot of people would sort of do the London Marathon and then think, right, that's it. Where where do I go from here? What kind of so you did London? Yeah, I assume you, you know. Did you do a few halves before that or? I've done yeah I've done a few quite a few building up to it to get me into it and stuff so I've done yeah a few halves at that point yeah and then um so I mean because lots of people sort of like say don't they Chris lots of people will say right I've done the marathon that's it bucket list done yeah I'm never lacing my trainers up again no we actually you know what Ian it's amazing everyone says that's me done I'm doing I'm doing the marathon and then I'm stopping but then as soon as they cross the line they cried a lot probably felt a little bit sick and then ate too much. They then sign up for another one. And that's when the journey really, or the running addiction really starts because you're hooked. And then you're looking to, I think, and I know for, for my own personal journey and probably Petra feels a bit of this as well. And even the old boy is that you start then looking at your times and start thinking, hang on a minute. If I trained a little bit more, or if you're like, you know, Toby, if I didn't eat as much Burger King, I might be able to actually get quicker. 
And it, I thought he was more of a McDonald's man, judging nah, by your recent videos. He keeps WhatsApping me pictures of Burger King because he doesn't run with me anymore. He just goes out and eats Burger King, but that's another yeah. podcast. You you wait till he's north of 40, mate. Then we'll see how much Burger King he's eating. <laughs> but yeah, I think, that's, I think that's the point, isn't it, Petra? You get you cross the line and then you think, now what's possible, isn't it? Yeah, I think once you've got that first one done and you you know what kind of is involved and what it feels like, like you said, you, you don't want to do another one straight away, but then you think, right, what can I do and how can I get better at it and how can I get quicker at it? And then I think you become more focused on the time. Well, I for me anyway. Yeah. So now it's about always beating it. Yeah, don't think, yeah, don't think, there's, you know, there's, there is that. I mean, I'd be interested to see what other people think. You know, we'd love to hear your questions for you know, Petra and Chris about what keeps them going, their motivations. And, or Alan. Uh, and Alan and, and Toby, you know, right. all of us. Quite right too, and he and and he's looking very good for age two. I, I have say. to say, Alan's looking very sharp tonight. He's got his new barnet, and he hasn't got much left. He's got a new T-shirt. It's suiting him very he's got well. His new T-shirt, his new barnet, all ready for the weekend. Mate, it might make you run faster at the weekend out. Streamlined, aerodynamic. That's the idea. <laughs> when you run up them hills. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll be, you'll be you'll be uh, uh, facing me, so uh, you'll allegedly. be allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Don't worry about it. I've been watching the Tour de France all week thinking, yeah, I could run up that hill. I don't yeah. know what they're aching at. No yeah. worries. Side of a mountain, we can do that. I've It'll got be a fine. Petra. Jump in, mate. You actually, we spoke about it a little bit on, uh, on Tuesday, but actually it's more, probably more f- for uh, to follow on because what you were telling me was interesting because you said that you was you found consistency or you, or you was looking for consistency, which is where your times, because... I don't. I, I, it's maybe some people have not realised, but if you watch like Dorney Lakes half marathon and what was the other one we did, Petra? There's another one that Petra was at, and every it's time I've been, I've been at a race, Petra's been there and she's always come out with a uh, PB. So this year she's been smashing the hell out of her PBs. Obviously, we want to know about what people's PBs are this yeah. year. Um, but where did they come from, Petra? How comes you've just been absolutely killing it? I think it's just from consistently going and running because I upped the running and the amount of times I go in the week. And I think once that started, it all just kind of came together, really. And it's they still surprise me when I cross over and I've got another PB, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> there, was, there was one, I can't remember which one it was, Petra, where you crossed the line. I was filming at the end, at the end and you was you were really surprised that you'd done it. I can't remember which one it was, but there was one. I think it was the half at Essex, but, yeah, I didn't. Didn't yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, I remember now because I was pacing. I was pacing Annika, and then you came through and just like smashed it. And you was like, "Oh god, that's a PB." <laughs> because Petra's at so many events, particularly in our neck of the woods down south. I yeah. mean, she's she's somebody I look to to sort of like oh, she becomes like the barometer of what she. I mean, we did um we did a ten k at um, Waltham Abbey, and. Um, yeah, she did. I remember she did forty nine minutes fifty nine seconds, and I said, "Well, I see you're going to have to get up in the morning now and go on the uh, getting a faster thing." But then, uh, then I was doing sort of like I was a minute and a half behind, and that's sort of pushed me on recently. And sort of like when I've seen her times and what she's doing, it's made me think, "Oh, this is particularly attainable because we're in the same sort of ballpark." So when I see her doing marathons and half marathons, then I think, "Well, you know, she's, you know, she did that forty nine fifty nine, and I do fifty twenty we're about the same so then you know who do, do you look at other people's times and stuff and you know think about other people's journeys 
You, I do. I try not to look at it too much because I think it can yeah. take away and put that pressure on that I you perhaps don't need. So I try not to look at it too much because you shouldn't. You don't want to compare yourself too much to other people. Do yeah. I think it's too much pressure on? But you, yes, like you say, when it's someone of a similar kind of um, speed, you can kind of think, well, I could get to that, and I could, you know. I think, yeah, if I start pushing and working a bit harder, because I think you're right, it does make it more achievable when you see people you know out there doing it, doesn't it, really? Mm. So do you, um, when you say you've been working harder and more consistent, is it simply, are you looking at more mileage? Are you going to the gym? Uh, you know, what sort of stuff are you um, are you doing? So I purely run. I don't go to the gym. Any, I just go running, and I'll run probably five, six times a week generally. Yeah, and it'll be a real mix. So it might be some speed work with intervals, and then other times I'll go and run with my mum, for example, which is a nice, easy-paced run, which is really good for those kind of low-effort ones. Yeah, um, but yeah, it is really just plugging away. I think getting the miles in, and so what's next? What's in the pipeline? I've got um I've got Manchester later this year, so yeah. I'd like to break four hours at that one. I'd love so to. How many, so how many marathons you done there? I've done London the three. Right. So this is yeah. number four, right? Yeah. And you're are you going to try and go sub four? Yeah, that's the plan. You'll do that easy. Yeah. You'll do that with your eyes closed, mate. <laughs> and and of course and one of the um one of your preliminary runs of this will be um Running the London Landmarks half marathon dressed as a dog for Bats. Is it for Battersea Dogs Home? It's for the guide dogs. So. Guide dogs. Sorry. Yeah. As a giant dog. <laughs> now, how, how did this happen? I really wanted to run um, Landmarks again. I did it the first time it was ever on and I've never managed to get a spot since. And then I read, so I did really want to get there and do it. Um, I do, I love the guide dogs and I've, you know, I've done the guide running and stuff like that and I've sponsored little guide dogs. So they were kind of my chosen charity. But I knew that if I wanted people to sponsor me, I had to go big really. So Yeah. So yeah. do they get the um do they get the suit for you? They do, yeah. Work? I haven't had it yet. It should come through in the next week or so, hopefully, and then I can practice. Um yeah, I was gonna say, and when are you gonna tell us to all pop down to Meadow Park Bournemouth <laughs> or Cassia Berry on a a, uh, a midweek night with a Watford. You've got to do it. You've got to take it to Watford, haven't you? I think it's going to Watford. Yeah, that's the plan. It's going to be hot, right? I'm not being funny, Petra, but I was out there today melting, and it was only about, what, 21, 22 today? <laughs> <laughs> landmarks, every time I've ran landmarks in, what is it, April usually, is a hot day. Mm. Oh, you poor thing. And it's 1st of August this year. Everyone's got to sponsor Petra. Yeah, everybody, everybody who ever uh, yeah. this has to sponsor. Yeah, so you'll have to send us your um, your link, and we'll uh, we'll give that a good a good push. And um, also, um, you do you've done some guiding as well yourself. Yeah, and yeah. running. How's how's that been? You know, how, how have you found that experience? It's it's incredible to give it. I think if anybody's interested in it, definitely give it a go. I was. Can you, really yeah, just what sort of thing you you were doing? I mean, I said guiding. You know, it's a bit of a so, yeah, term. So, you talk about what's involved. I've run with Roger, who's on the um, Facebook group, um, and we've done a ten k and a half marathon together. So yeah. Roger's um, obviously registered blind, so he you have to guide him. So it's everything really. You're tethered together, and then you're his eyes for that race. So. 
you have to guide him around, tell him where we're going, if there's anything that he needs to be careful of and, you know, anything in the way, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I've done that with him. Do you just, um, do you just, oh, it sounds funny, but do you also chat as well? Because you must have to give instructions, but so how does he know when an instructions and you're not just going like, <laughs> or something? Yeah. Oh, lovely. We don't talk the whole time because I obviously need to be able to talk to him all the time, so I don't want to be out of breath. So I try not to overdo it and talk too much. So sometimes we'll just get into it and we'll enjoy it and we'll check in on each other every now and then. And then, yeah, you generally talk to each other because you'll talk about where you're going, what's coming up, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, we don't chat a lot because you're kind of concentrating on mm. what you're doing. Um, See, I'd get distracted. Yes. <laughs> I'll be no good. You know, I'd have a tune on or something. Do you have to be on a list to be, like, approved to be a, a, a guide runner? You can do a course, but mm. you can – so anyone can do it. If, if you know, as long as the person you're going to guide is happy that you can do it, then you go off together. So, But Roger's really good. He can – he trains you up. He tells you exactly what he needs. Right. And I know Stu's done it as well. Because I don't know if Stu's probably – I think he's probably out and about. But mm. I know Stu's done it a few times as well with Roger. I've seen uh, Stu mm. at um, a run-through event, which are great events. But, yeah. It's incredible, absolutely incredible. I must, yeah. There is a course. I think England is it an England athletics course. I yeah. saw something on them from them the other day, along them lines. When I was on a thing, yeah, interesting. And you, and you have to be, you know, it was. Um, I saw you at the half at, um, at Nebworth the other week when you were doing it, and it's, yeah. you know, it, it's that little bit slower than your sort of natural pace as well. So it's comfortable for you, isn't it? You have to yeah. sort of, obviously you have to marry up, you know, the weights uh, the the pace that you're going to be going at, you know, so that's a big plus, isn't it? Yeah, sure is. So after Manchester, have you looked any further? Have you booked anything else up or? I've got Brighton next year booked, the marathon, and we've just booked to do the Run to the Sea, which is the 50k ultra. Ultra. That's next May, yeah. So that's that's really the next, you know, so you're going to have targets of going faster and going further as well. She's going big. (laughs) 50k to oh I've got I don't know Tobe, should we do that? Run to oh, the street. I was looking at hundred K for you, mate. No. What you want to talk to run back? Yeah. Tope, can you imagine? Well no, I wouldn't think so. I'd be there with you the whole way. Oh. Oh you'll leave me like you did today. I didn't leave you, I just wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry folks, it's a little bit sensitive today because uh, I, I I spoke to Chris on the phone earlier and he was doing sixteen miles and uh he's breathing a bit heavy and I said, You are oh yeah, I'm out there. I said well, you're on your own. Well, put Toby on, you know. We talk about Toby's not here. It's gone to work. He left me. He's actually working. Yeah, this is good. What's that all about? So is there anything else, anything else on your bucket list that you'd like to achieve? You know, any of the sort of like the big runs that you'd like to go on or? I'd love to do a marathon in a different, to go abroad and do one. I think that's on the list of things to do. So Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Ask people, write people in the comments. Bucket list race abroad. Yeah, I, I would. I would completely recommend. I did a half marathon in Lanzarote the December before COVID, and it was brilliant. I had a really good time. Yeah, and they're really well organised. Let's go. Let's give it a nice bit. Of, nice bit of um, nice bit of winter sun a fortnight before Christmas. It was great. I thoroughly recommend that. Well, Petra, thanks ever so much for coming on. Yeah, stick around, Petra. Don't go. Yeah. Petra's going to hang about. Hopefully, not you that easy. <laughs> so, if you've got a question, if you could start your comment with a Q. 
then um, we can Vegas. answer that. Yeah. That's Vegas, the half. The pa- now, is that the one? Okay, it says Facebook user. Again, guys, just if you can, hit the link that Toe's put in there. But the Facebook one, uh, Facebook with the Las Vegas one, is the um, is that the one down the strip? The rock and roll, because I fancy doing that. The rock and roll one. Well, they do it at night. It's at night, isn't it? Because it's so. Uh, not. I, I'd love. I'd love to do that. Wouldn't you? Just run down yeah. the strip doing a half marathon. In, oh, that'd be incredible. I see Kirsty Howe said as well the Greek marathon, the one where you um, yeah, run from marathon to um, to Athens. That's oh really. Right, and she go. Um, it finishes by doing a lap of the original um, Olympics Games track. I've got a few friends who've done that. that. That sounds fantastic. Oh, I never told you about Alcatraz Triathlon. That's right. on the list. Okay, come on in. Tell us about that, the Alcatraz you know, Triathlon. Tell me about it. That you start in Alcatraz and then you've got to, on the obviously on the island. Then you've got to do the swimming, and so you've got to swim from Alcatraz and then you get on your bike and then you do the running. Think how hilly. If it, if you let me know in the comments, has anyone been to San Francisco? I have. It is, yeah, it's proper hilly, isn't it? Yeah. Don't think that running up the Warren in Hartford is a hilly nah. or anything like that. It it's is... so tidal. The, so, the bay, San Francisco, is so tidal. But imagine jumping off at Alcatraz mm. and swimming. I think that'd be amazing. Well, that's why so many people drown when they were trying to escape, isn't it? Because it's so tight. I thought it was shark infested. Is it? Yeah, I might give that a miss, mate, I reckon. It is. Oh, oh the OAP knows. It's a brilliant place to go. If you've ever been to Alcatraz, it's a A gate from Alcatraz. Alan was probably old enough to remember when it was a working prison. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's a fantastic place to go. Fantastic place to visit. I I wanted to get that in because it really excites me to just just to go and um, jump in off of Alcatraz. Now, somebody's just said, you know, there are sharks in San Francisco Bay. There we go. Oh, right, I never knew yeah, that. See, it's an education, this. It's not just all yeah, about running. You know, Attenborough's got nothing on us. We've got natural history to lot. Al, what else? Have, anybody else got any comments? Have been yeah, we've, we're starting to get some questions coming in. Sarah, people. We'll, we'll move on to some questions. Sarah Lee um, has asked a question about our uh, painful shins. So it's a, it's a common one, isn't it? You know, up in the mileage, starting to get into a plan, starting to pick up injuries. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean... And Katie from the Hartford group, she was struggling uh, with this. She sent, like everyone does, a picture and goes, why is this hurting? Um, okay. Classic sign of shin splits. What's the best thing to do for running with a painful shin? Well, sorry, Sarah Lee, it's pretty obvious. It's to stop. Go and see a specialist, which you've probably been told a million times. Um, and then look at why. It's probably overtraining, could be shoes, um, could be a culmination of things you might not be stretching properly uh, your calves might be rock hard all that sort of stuff but the most important thing is to go and see um especially like, i think we had this debate on clubhouse about physios and osteos let me know in the comments who goes to a physio who goes to an osteo i personally prefer going to see monica uh, who's an osteo um because i had uh, a variation of shin splints and she stuck a load of needles in it massage the hell out of my calf muscle so what's the difference chris sorry mate what's the difference really but you know essentially between an osteopath and a physio you've got the osteos like the bones and all that sort of stuff and structure and that kind of thing where a physio is more about the i think again i'm not an authority on this but it's a difference it's a different med um medical background kind of thing so an osteo is trained on like bones and stuff like that and the skeleton i may be Mm. wrong please let me know in the comments 
But what I find with an osteo is, well, no, I'll tell you what, go back a step. What I find with a physio is I go to a physio, they go, cheers, Fully, that's 50 quid. Here's some stretches, which I could have got off YouTube for free. Or if I go to an osteo, she finds the point in which is affecting the area. So if it's my shin, it's probably somewhere else, treats that area and does some alignment and all some other stuff, and it seems to work. Yeah. You have you, Petra, have you had any sort of injury experience or anything? I've not been. I've been quite fortunate, really. I haven't had anything too bad. But if I ever have anything, I'd go to the osteopath because they generally, like Chris said, they, I think they find the problem, don't they, and work yeah. it out. From there. The physio seems to treat the problem. Where the osteopath, again, I don't know. I'm not medical background, right? And I am, you know, pretty stupid. But... I I just think that the, the the physio treats the problem right where the osteo finds the problem and then treats that. Mm. I may be wrong. I probably you know we've probably got very good physio. I'm not saying physios are rubbish by the way, people, because they're not. They're very well, good. Well, it's like everything. There's good and bad, and everything, isn't there? So yeah, exactly. Um, but, but that's just my experience. Yeah, I mean, it certainly sounds like you don't want to be going rushing around and trying to run it off or anything stupid like that. You're going to have to get some medical advice. I'd suggest. Yeah, I think so. And it is a nightmare. It's the worst thing, especially if you're marathon training, half marathon training, shin splints are the first thing. Usually that will run as knee. And it's usually down to overtraining, uh, gait, weakness, you know, glutes. You know, what, about, what about bad shoes? Yeah, bad shoes, your pronation. Uh, your pronation can have big problems, uh, all connected down there. Um, really big, big problems if you're in the wrong shoes. Again, go and get your gait properly done. Make sure you don't go and see you. A 15-year-old with spots who works at a, a running store who's not qualified, go and see somebody professional who's not trying to sell you shoes. Um, they're the best ways to go and get your gait uh, checked as well, 100%. Petra, what about your shoes? What sort of shoes do you run in? I've got neutral. So I tend to go with the Brooks Ghost generally. Yeah. yeah. I've got the Fourteens, Petra. Have you? Yeah. Oh. I've not started running in them yet, but they've just come out. And if we had a match bet between the number of leg pairs of leggings you've got and the number of pairs of trainers that Chris has got, who'd win? My hey. leggings could possibly win, I think. How yeah. many pairs of different leggings have you got that you wear? <laughs> a lot. Who's got more, you or Donna? It's probably similar. I don't think there's a lot of difference. Yeah, there's a lot. You do love them ticker Yeah. Tell us about, I mean, you, t- you mentioned Donna. Tell us about um, the Watford Satellite Club. What sort of stuff have you been getting up to? We tend, ours is more of a social group and we've got all kind of different, vari- um, you know, different pace and stuff. So we will either all run together and do the park run loop around Cassibri. But when it's been nicer, we've been going off along the canal, which is quite nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the other Sunday we all met up, did a run and then had cake. So that was always cool. Did you go to the pub as well? There's been lots of people going to pubs lately. Yeah, we did go to the pub. Yeah, Southend are in a pub. You were in a pub. <laughs> a lot of pub. There's a lot North of North Kent are in a pub. We don't do that. We we don't do that. Al. We're finely chewed athletes, aren't we? No, no, no pubs on a Tuesday, Wednesday night anywhere in my part of the world. <laughs> just a McDonald's, I'd say. It's just the fish and chips he has after, is it? <laughs> Even though I, saw, Alan, I said Tuesday, Wednesday, chips Alan's is Thursday. Alan's night. a vegan. Right, but he goes to the fish and chip shop. Work that out, people. Let me know in the comments. Yeah. If you're a vegan potatoes. and you go to the fish and chip shop. Let me know Last in the time comments. I look, chips with potatoes. <laughs> anyway, would you like some more questions? 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We'd love more questions out. Now, before we get on to questions, we've had some really nice comments about um, guide running and and visually impaired. So Fiona Bridge, she's a guide runner. Uh, Her daughter's registered blind, so she gets out regularly. Running with her daughter is excellent. And we've got Roger Highland. Um, He's visually impaired and hasn't had the confidence yet to run with a guide. He thinks it'll take a little time to to build up that confidence. But I think he's got anything to worry about. He's smashing out 10Ks at sub 45. So whatever you're doing, Roger, it sounds like you're doing it okay. 42.25 at Sandwich 10K last Sunday, age 65. That is smashing yeah, it. That's Brilliant. Well done. Unbelievable. That's great. So, yeah, we've, we've, we've got the questions coming in. So, so Ian's looking for some advice, Chris, on maximum cushion shoes for those long runs. I think he's perhaps looking at a Nova Blast 2, but what else might you uh, recommend? Nova Blast, the Nova Blast 2's arrived. Uh, I don't know where they are. I've not ran in them yet. I had real problems with Nova Blast 1. In terms of the stability, we talked about pronation. Uh, that was way too soft for me, and it again caused me problems. But the um, the newer version, apparently, some of the stability issues have been corrected. So I will let you know once I get out in them, and we've done three or four runs in them, and I'll put out first impressions. The Triumph Nineteen, I don't have. Um, Sockney are a bit slow with stuff, so um, I don't know when uh, the Nineteen is going to appear. The shoe that I've been really enjoying, apart from obviously the Glide Ride Two, which is a firm ride. Um, if you're looking for max cushion, and this is for Alan really, because uh, Carolyn's so dead against it, is the um, Sketches Max Road Five. Absolutely loving those. They're just so hard to get hold of. Otherwise, I'm having them. They're not. They're on the website. The... I've sorted it out with the guys at Sketches, right, who are okay. awesome, by the way, and it's not advert for Sketches. Put, put, put a link. Put, get Toby to put a link up, and I'll, I'll be buying before this session's out. Max Road Five, max cushion shoe. It's got hyper burst. Okay. It is. Fantastic. Nice and light. she's writing, down, writing all that in down white. as we speak. Got to be in white, though, Chris. No, these are the ones I got sent were in black, which I don't have a problem with because usually I get sent the worst colours ever. Um, but these are in black and they look mustard. So get yourself right. some sketches. Max cushion shoes. Uh, better than the Clifton 8. There we go. What else you okay. got, Al? Anything else? Yeah, I've got another question in from, from a Philippa. I think she must have picked up on some of the comments about Running in the heat, uh, where do you stand on hydration vests? Is it oh. worth it? Are... Oh, stay there. He's going to get Remember, one now. This is now I'll describe well, what he's doing. So if you can this see, is um, as well. yeah, if you're running along out. the street at the moment, yeah, if you're look, what, unwrapping this, one out of the bag, if you listen to this on the podcast, do not buy the Camelback. 
I'll never get anything from these guys. Net Camelback Ultra Pro Vest. Don't bother. Terrible thing. Get yourself. It's only one. One of these bad boys. Yeah. 20 quid. The airline ones. Again, if you're watching on the podcast, I've got the two up. We've got the Energy mm. Vest, which is about 25 quid on Amazon. Uh, hashtag not paid. And then we've got Camelback, 90 quid. Don't bother. What are, you looking that, though, for in a, what are you looking for in a good hydration vest, then, Chris? Because I know that you, you're not a, um, a bladder man, are you? No, no. I, had to, I listened to Toby. I had, to, I had two hours of Toby's bladder, and all I wanted to do was wee the whole way. It was, it was <laughs> infuriating. Can anyone let me know in the comments if they put the bladder in the hydration vest? I'd be very interested to know, because Toby drove me up the wall listening, swashing about. It was, oh, all I want to say, all I want to do is have a wee. But anyway... The, in, a, in a hydration vest, what I'm looking for is lightness. I'm looking for the ability to put, again, I'll show it, it won't go obviously the podcast, but bottles in the front. I like to carry my bottles in the front. Yeah. Uh, because then I can get easy access. I like, that's what drove me nuts about that camelback. The phone pocket that I could get my phone in. Everybody knows how big an iPhone is nowadays. So why aren't they making stuff that fits an iPhone? It's yeah, that drives crazy. me nuts. Something I could put me um, gels in, somewhere safe to put my house keys in so they're not jiggling about like they do on Toby's. And then for me, I need a pocket on the back because I stick the camera in there. So if I'm out doing the old uh, vlogging and all that sort of stuff. But it's got to be it's got to be kind of light because what tends to happen with some of the vests is that they're all in one piece and, and they can get quite hot. I mean, because it's on your back, isn't it? And they do get really hot. So the, the good thing is with the Energy one, again, it's not an effort for Energy. It, it's just got the straps down the side. So it's, you, mm. you know, you can get some breathability in it. Those those Camelback ones and that, they're, they're just, yeah. For, I, I don't think, obviously, that Energy one would be any good to a trail, uh, um, like an ultra runner or somebody mm. who like, really needs proper, like, hardcore stuff. But for your everyday runners who are marathon training, half marathon training or, or just conscious because they're going out and it's hot and they're, you know, trying to get off the couch to 5K and you want to carry some form of fluids with you, but somebody stick all your other stuff, you can't you can't go wrong with that. I mean, I've mm. had that, I've had, well, see, I can't remember the first video I put out on that thing and I just found it on Amazon. I mean, and, that, and that's it. And I've had about four of them since. Tove, do you want to um, come in and bat for um, bladders? You know, you you obviously use one. You know, what are the benefits from your point of view? I used it once. Once? What? And he told you off and then that was it? He told me off, yeah. So I haven't really used it since. And to be honest, I didn't really use it. So I, I, that was when we did the... I've probably used it a couple of times. Last time I used it was Virtual London last year. I oh. carried it round for about 20 miles. So you did this... So you did something new on race day, even though it was a virtual, and you carried a new bag with a big... Bucket, oh, I think you know, I used it once before, once before yeah. on a little little test. I liked it, but I didn't because it was so sort of cold and rainy that day. I didn't really drink anything out of it, mm. so I ditched it at mile twenty. It's so much easier to run without a kilo of water on your back. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. It, I mean, you've got to stay hydrated, right? That's the number one important thing. Bottom line, you've got to be hydrated. And if you need to carry a bladder in your back, go for it. But I've got to be honest with you. There's there's better ways to carry carrying the flu. But that said, right, the the plus of the bladder. Tobe and I were out doing eighteen miles the other week, and we ran out. Mm. So 
you know, there is that. So with the bladder, when it is hot and, and you know, you, you are getting dehydrated, you don't want to get to a point where you are become dehydrated. That's where it, it does come into its own. But yeah, just make sure you put them Beats headphones on, them big ones like that, and you can't hear nothing. Cause it, yeah, you'll you probably know. get run over, but at least you won't be able to hear his bladder. <laughs> that would be fine. Yeah, there's only that. But if I get him, I won't be able to hear him. <sighs> no, don't say that. That's, that's not very nice, is it? You love to hear me. <laughs> he's turning you into a celebrity, mate. It's about time you showed a bit of gratitude. We got, we was at a race and someone thought he was me. <laughs> I went for and they Chris, that happens all the time, mate. It happens oh, yeah, and it happens to Alan the other day. Someone, someone thought Alan was me. And I, I thought, hang on a minute, I'm I don't look 55 year old, got man boots. Oh. Um, but yeah, I've got, You've created a monster, mate. Murder, innit? Murder. Keep your questions well, coming, well, people. Well, well, well. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, come back to some questions. Oh, so, so Kirsty likes the look of the Saucony endorphin speeds. Are they as cushioned and comfortable as they look? Yes, but they can be unstable. If if you're they're quite high stacked and the um, power on midsole in them is uh, the power on PV sorry is softer than a pro. So if you're You've got to be a little bit careful with them, I would say. Uh, no, I don't have I've got the pro up there. They, they are, um, they're a little bit softer than, than they look. And because of the roll, which is the speed roll, which is lovely, um, it's just something to bear in mind. But they are, they are a fantastic. It's my number one shoe. If you can only buy one shoe, go and buy the Socket Endorphin Speed. And once they've sold out of them, go and buy the two. They're, they're the best shoe you could buy. The outsoles does just fine. Um, the, the 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 feedback from the shoes great. You've got a TPU plate in there, so there's not it's not as rigid because I don't think people understand. It. Sometimes when you go to a plate and you're not running a plate, it can be quite rigid. It's quite a you know it's it's, it's a firm platform to run under your feet to you know to get it off of it. But with the TPU, it's that little bit more flexible, so it's that little bit more forgiving. And if you're not gunning it full out, you can get a little bit more feedback from the, from the plate working with the midsole. The upper's great in it. They're well-priced, 155 quid. I think there's loads of discounts at the moment, codes to have on the speed. So just go and get yourself a pair. They're just, it's just fantastic. That's okay. great. Another question's come in this time from Harry. Seems to be a little bit confused about rules and regulations on headphones at races. Oh, so that's easy. What, what guidance can you give? Uh, on the, uh, is this the, by the way, is this the lightning round? Have we snuck it into no. the lightning round? No, 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 no. We've got okay. a prompt for that. All right, okay. No, on the, uh, that's easy. England Athletics, uh, you're in closed, closed roads, you are allowed if uh, closed roads, but it is, it is down to the, um, official. If it's closed roads, yeah, it's got to be closed roads, but what a lot of them don't do is allow it. They only allow the bone conduction ones. So they're, they're the only ones that are pr- approved by England Athletics to wear. So it's down it's down to the, the organiser. But if it's open roads, so like, I don't know, there could be traffic or there could be something, then they're, then, then they're not allowed. But aftershocks are. So you know the bone conduction. But be aware that they can also not be allowed. Some races won't even allow bone conduction. I Although think they're not, not. there aren't any uh, where on Sunday. Yeah, it, it, okay. it's dependent on each each race is allowed to say yes or no. The ones that are prohibited by England Athletics are the aftershocks ones, the open ear ones, so you can hear yeah. the marshals and take instruction. 
they're the only ones that are approved okay so just bear in mind if you if you're used to running along with headphones i would i would recommend one you get a pair of aftershocks but two check the race that you're doing does allow earphones but if you're running for example london marathon it's closed roads so mm. unless the, unless the uh organizer says no then you're permitted to wear them i believe R- right okay um we've got enough for the lightning rounds i watch right stand by everyone if unfortunately for those on the podcast you're going to have to watch one of the videos at some point yes this is um we've gone all out on graphics yeah all go yeah no expense spent on the graphics but um yeah so what we're going to i'll just set this up what we're going to do is we've got some short quick fire questions for chris lightning questions as the name suggests and um he's going to rattle off some answers so alan's going to fire him away once tobes put trailer watch out Be fair. Be fair. Are That's you ready, good. Chris? Now, I'm all, hang on. I just want some credit for that. Yeah. Petra, was you impressed? It was, it was brilliant. Thank you, Petra. Can you <laughs> we'll, let me we'll know who was impressed with the graphics? Thank you. Right, let, let's go. First right. one. Favourite race or course? Great North Run. But why? The people of the North East. They just rock. Okay. Pretty good. Water or electrolyte? Energy drinks. Active route all day long. Okay. Flip-flops or sliders for recovery? Uh, I've got Aussie Souls. Better than Ufus. The Ufus ones are like walking in high hills. The Aussie Souls ones are more like sort of normal ones, but they still have the same sort of effect. Okay. One last marathon, New York or Boston, which would it be? Oh, that's nasty. I love people in boston that's another story for another time but i met a couple from boston they're just amazing but i would like to do and i'll never qualify for boston not in your lifetime good but for I, age chris good for age is the answer yeah i would like to do new york running across the bridges and that like, i think that would be awesome and the people in new york are just amazing so there you go new york okay pre-race breakfast porridge okay hot or cold milk water Water. I don't know. I don't. I don't eat it. So I'm a. I'm a peanut bagel man myself. So. No, water. I'm a finely tuned athlete. Okay. Final one. Harry Kane or Raheem Sterling? Oh come on. <laughs> Harry Kane is one of our own. Yeah, for three weeks. Okay, there you go. Any signs for six? Can't ask that question well about done, Harry mate. Kane on the comments. That's it. That's a lightning round. Complete. Right, that's brilliant. Oh, yeah. More... Right again. Play it. Right, sick. that was the lightning round. We'll have more of that next week. Yeah, it's gonna. We, we're gonna like that a lot. Now, um, I just wanted to say, sort of like, for, just have a little chat for the next ten minutes or so about um, all five of us are going to be running in where this week at the where ten k or ten miles. I've done it. Tobes doing ten miles, aren't you? Yeah, love a ten mile, huh? Yeah, yeah. But it's too hot for me, so I just and it's too hilly to do the ten k. Obviously, obviously ra- races are now coming back. Petra, you've been sort of prolific in doing races for the last sort of like since lockdown. And, you know, what would you say to anybody who might have any sort of misgivings about getting back on back in action and doing a few races in the current climate? I would say go ahead and book one up. I'd go local. I think the local races 
especially around where we are, have been brilliant. Um, they've been really well organised. I've never felt uncomfortable. I've always felt nice and safe for all of them. You know, they're all prepared for everything. You've got, you know, more hand sanitizer than you're not to do with, I think, at most of them. But, um, yeah, no, I think go ahead and book. Even if you do something small and local to start off with, just to give you that confidence, I'd absolutely go for it. I've done quite a few over the last year, and I've never felt worried. I've never felt concerned. What about when before you did your first one, before you went back? You know, how, did, how were you feeling about it? I was ready to go back. I was really looking forward to it. I really missed it last year, you know, when it all kind of stopped. And so I was really excited to get back to it last year. And, um, yeah, I mean, it seems, you know, I, I've done four or five, and it seems that once you've done one, you know, you know what's going to happen. And uh, you just – it is a little bit different, though, isn't it? What sort of main differences have you sort of found? I think – the first one we did last year, so I think we did St Albans and you were at that one. At that one, you felt yeah. like if you stood still for more than a second, someone was pushing you on, didn't you? It was a bit like you couldn't stand mm. still. Whereas I think now it has started to relax in that respect. Um, but yeah, I think it's fine. I, the different start times sometimes can be difficult because you don't really get to see everybody racing, especially when we did Hatfield, which went to Bovenden, you know. Yeah because it was split into effectively three races you missed loads of the people going off and I think that was but I get it because it was a small place and it was restricted on space it absolutely made sense and that's not you know that's what they had to do but that was the only thing I think I missed personally and you don't know obviously what about how do you feel about that particular step up for um, I mean we're what we're a month away, aren't we? Just under a month away until the landmarks, which is, you know, there's going to be 14,500 people. That's going to be a lot different to, you know, some of the small ATW and run-through events that we've been doing. You know, have you got any extra sort of concerns about that? I think I'll have bigger things to worry about that day. Yeah, that, that dog suit, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she'd be slightly more worried about that. Yeah. <laughs> but then maybe, you know, that, that might be a good thing, you know, because I, I think there'll be a lot of, there could be quite a few nerves about, yeah. Perhaps how it's going to go. What do you think, Chris? You know, what, how do you feel about the sort of restarting of everything? I mean, yeah, we've we done our own events and we, we proved that it can be done safely. It was on a small scale um, and, and we proved that it can be done. I think England Athletics, even though I, I ridicule them a lot for their process and their backwardness, um, actually, to be fair to them, they were quite at the front forefront of when COVID and getting people back running together and being safe and all that kind of stuff. And they were quite quick to start races and give the all clear and give licenses out based on risk assessment, COVID assessments and that kind of stuff. So fair play to England Athletics for getting people back and having the opportunity to run together. I think they've been very clear on what needs to be achieved and the race organisers have done a fantastic job of getting it so well done. If you think, you know, putting even smaller scale events, 600 people, still a lot of people, and to, to get them through, funneled through with discs on the floor, keeping everybody a metre apart. As Petra said, you know, as much hand sanitizer to, you know, swim across San Francisco Bay. You've got, you know, they've done a fantastic job, you know, and there's volunteers all PPE'd up and all that. And it's a, it's a lot of hard work. And, and they've done an amazing job to make, I think, everybody feel safe. Um, I think they proved it at the test events that London Marathon events did in terms of, you know, I, I don't know whether this is exactly true, but I don't think there was any reported cases after that, those mm -hmm. test events. Um, so it just shows you that, you know, if it's done well, done properly, uh, and like I think with all things in terms of running most of the time, 
it, it is proven again that you know we can we can actually you know be safe and and do things the right way. I think it's it's incredible what the organisers have done and and the say England Athletics in fairness or UK Athletics in fairness to them. Yeah, Petra, are you going to Hatfield House next week? Are you doing that one? I'm not. No, I haven't signed up for that one. Toby, you're doing that, aren't you? If I survive the Saturday. Oh, of course. I will talk about Saturday next week. No, but I mean that. I mean that race. Yeah, the, yeah. That's a big, a big special next week. Yeah. Come back next week, um, Toby. That's going to be a bigger thing, isn't it? What's the sort of like involved there? Um, I don't really know, man. They haven't really sent out many details, but they did offer. So they offered a mass start or a socially distance start, and you could choose. Yeah, um, I've gone mass start. Um, which I think is nine o'clock and it'd be interesting to see sort of how, how it goes you know and if it is mass start as in two years ago mass start or whether there is any difference still yeah um, and how many people have really chosen that option because I've spoken to a few people and they were sort of like Eddie was one of this he said you know it's not it's a time trial these things they're not a race yeah and yeah. there's just something that's been missing a little bit can you sort of empath- can, can we all empathise with that sort yeah. of point of view yeah, I think so. I think um, that said, it was it is nice. Uh, the last couple of ones I have done because there's been more sort of people there, and, and you know, and I mean, like for example, Thorny Lakes and stuff like that. With, there's a lot of forty runners around, and you can just see them and, and stuff like that. It, do, it does it does help, but I think landmarks is going to be a real test bed, um, a real landmark. Yeah, quite literally. You know, that amount of people going into London spectators i know it's after the date that you know boris has given all that sort of stuff but it's um it's really interesting i think it's it, it's going to be um yeah it's going to be interesting to see how how it how it all plays out and stuff like that and i just you know obviously obviously i hope everybody's and, everybody's um, and we're going to wear tens which is a local event to us um organized by the wear joggers athletics club. Club. club we'd love to look after you know we like to we love to support them don't we yeah. um i've not done it before i've volunteered there i've not run it it is on a course that i do run a lot sort of like privately you know what what are we in for we it's the hills yeah, yeah. Couple, of hills, couple of hills it's a bit naughty in places multi-terrain uh don't wear um road shoes like they told us to run the res but watch the video on that because yeah, I'm yeah you had a cracking time at Run the Res, didn't oh. you? Petra, have you done this before? No, it'll be my first time as well. Oh, it'll be great. We're, we're, we'll have a good time. Alan, is there any questions we want to get off before we go? Yeah, we've had a question from Matthew. I think his, his interest has been piqued by us talking about running abroad, and it looks like he's signing up for Berlin uh, in September. So uh, I, I guess his question is, what advice have we got? How does it differ when you you, you step on that plane and, and head abroad to to run a race? Well, I mean, I did, when I did, I'll, I'll speak from only from my personal experience. When I went to Lanzarote, I went through a uh, a company running crazy, a bit of a one man band guy based in Portsmouth called Malcolm, and it was great. It was just an organised group. He looked after everything, so I didn't have to all literally had to just book a flight and turn up, and he looked after everything. And he does loads of trips and different stuff. So check them out. It's really really good and um i'd recommend anybody to do it i mean I'd, i've already booked for um i was booked in october to do frankfurt but um i've decided to do um defer that for a year and do yorkshire instead just because it was going to be my first one and i thought i'd be better to in the current circumstances to do my first one in this country and then uh, but it's definitely one i'm going to do i'm looking forward well, to I, going I, to I a few different places running frankfurt last year ian and it's, mm-hmm. it's it's a great marathon it's pretty flat 
pretty fast, but you end up finishing inside kind of the Frankfurt equivalent, the Royal Albert Hall. Yeah, it's, it's like really, you have two in there with the flashing lights and all that sort yeah, of thing. It yeah. looks great. It's, it's really different. So, but, um, yeah, yeah. I, I think, you know, I'm definitely opening to, open to, uh, you know, go to a few places and do some different races and I'd recommend anybody to do the same. But running crazy, that's the people that I went with. And uh, once it all gets up and running again, they're really nice people to go with. Yeah, I, I've also run Berlin and what I really enjoyed about it was the, and I don't know if it'll be different come September, but that atmosphere actually at the airports when you start to see other runners mm. and you kind of get over your, your nervousness and your Britishness as you start having a chit-chat about who's running and, and what they're hoping to achieve. So hopefully that'll come back again when we can all sign up to to race abroad. And, and at Lanzarote, you know, there were loads of, I think half the field were British or Irish. There were lots of people flying over for a bit of uh, winter sun to do that. So I'd definitely recommend that if you've got the chance. Everybody, okay. are we, are we, we're closing out. I'm just worried that we, we don't um, lose anything. No, I, I think we're there. Roger, Roger's come back. Um, he was a speedy, visually impaired runner. And he's saying, you know, he's, he's quite enjoyed the, it seems to have worked for him in terms of having those wave starts. So, you know, I yeah. guess it is. It's about having the appropriateness, isn't it? For, it might be for the future. You know, you never know. Yeah. Well, thanks ever so much, Petra. Thanks ever so much for coming on. I hope thanks, you enjoyed Petra. it. Big Tim. Yeah, I did. Thank you. You played an absolute blinder. It was really good. Well, thanks ever so much. And please, you know, you're welcome to come back anytime. Okay. You know. Next and, PB, let's get her back after our next PB. Yeah, next PB, you can come on and shout about it. Yeah, you're All quite right. welcome to. <laughs> and we'll see you Sunday, next. bright and early. Now. Um, uh, Ian, sorry, talking about next week, everybody who's watching this or tuning in via the um, podcast, make sure you tune in next week because it is going to be on the eve of our biggest, most ambitious challenge yet. The first ever and world's first ever Skyathlon. I'm going to say no more than that. Yeah, don't be late. Seven o'clock next week. week. Seven o'clock next week to hear about the world's first skyathlon. It's going to be the eve of it. We're all going to be very nervous, but make sure you tune in next week about that. Well, I'm not going to be nervous because I'm not doing it. No, that's very true. You know, the Marshall team is excellent, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, we've got that to look forward to. We've got the wear ten to look forward on Sunday. If you're coming along to wear, the hoarding's up. Well, it will be once uh, Toby's erected the tent. So um, come and say hello. We'd love to see you. Come and have your picture take. We'll have a big picture and look forward to it because we're back and it's back on. Everything's going to be great. So thanks ever so much, Petra. Thanks for coming. Cheers, Chris. Well played, mate. Thank you yeah, very much. Thank you very much, everybody, for all your questions. Thanks, everyone who's watched. Yeah, tell your friends. Don't forget Spotify, Apple, Google, Google, Apple, all the usual places that you get your podcasts. You can get us now, so you can listen to us while you're out and you runs this weekend. And if you trigger off any questions or anything, just bung them on the group. Tell us, email me, Chris, whatever you like. It's fine, and we'll get them there, and we'll talk to whatever you want, because it's your podcast. It's for the everyday runner from the 40 Runs Running community. So thanks ever so much. Thanks for Toby to looking after all the tech. Thanks for Al to looking after all the questions. To to the home. We've got to get him back to the home, so we've got to call it a night. Yeah, so... That's great. We're going to call it a night now. So thanks ever so much. If we don't see you Sunday and where, we'll see you here next week on Friday. Thanks very much. Thanks, guys. Take care, everyone. Cheers, everyone. Have a good one.